Hey, what's up, y'all? It's JJ. And Shayna. And we are here with you today with something we're calling the Positive Pod. So we decided to do something a little different since we're always reading and canceling things. <laughs> and there's so much to cancel. <laughs> On our regular episodes. Um, we wanted to take some time to highlight some Black entrepreneurs and creators who are really um, doing some inspiring work or have taken things they've experienced and turned them into flourishing businesses. So let's get to it. Let's get positive. Yeah. (laughs) So my first one um, is a workspace called Gentleman's Factory that's located right here in Brooklyn. It's a workspace and community built as a one-stop shop for men of color. Mm -hmm. And um, they talk about how men of color often have to grow in isolation Hmm. and that there is a lot that they can learn from each other. The founder is Jeff Linden, who is born in Haiti and was raised in public housing in Brooklyn. And um, he's dedicated his life to finding innovative solutions that aim to break the barriers of success for boys and men of color. Very cool. Um, yeah, it was established in 2014. And just kind of some entre- some black entrepreneurs that I follow on Instagram, I've seen be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just love, you know, I'm, I'm very pro-black and I love black men I love black women and I love when we are able to find spaces where we can just be ourselves and learn from others who look and move like us yeah um so yeah I was just really excited uh about this idea and just about us creating you know how I feel about black spaces and us just like creating a space that can be ours and can be a positive place for us to work and build yeah that's a it's very um encouraging to see this because i know just as a as a black man who often has to do networking and you know taking lunches and being being in rooms with a lot of people and not really (laughs) seeing a lot of people like yourself it's really encouraging to have this kind of space and also like I'm sure you've experienced this. Um, sometimes because there are so few of us in these spaces, it can feel like you have to like com- compete with the people who look mm-hmm, like you, right? Mm-hmm. And not be nice to each other. That um, that quote unquote crabs in a barrel mentality. And so to see a group of black men in business who are you know intentional about lifting each other up um, is really exciting and encouraging. Yeah, so I was excited about that. Who you got? So, I guess my first one will be uh, Sheena Allen. Um, She's the founder and CEO of a company called Capway. So, um, you know, a lot of lower income folks um, and immigrants and young people without credit um, histories um, uh, end up being something called unbanked or underbanked. So, they live without adequate access to um, traditional financial services, uh, credit cards and loans, and sometimes even bank accounts. And so Sheena, um, who is uh, a Mississippi native, like, ah. m- like myself. <laughs> um, Y'all she, here doing big things. <laughs> exactly. She started a company called Capway, and it's a social um financial tech um startup um and uh it creates apps um that sheena wants to use to provide better financial services to um some of these folks she grew up with and um in mississippi which is um as you know the uh area where a lot of uh poverty is right and so um 
so uh, it, it seems really um really cool so uh currently uh capways app can show you your bank account balance and transaction information but it'll also like warn you if like a new subscription or uh something is about to hit your account that might like take mm. you to zero you oh know, nice or, um, to negative um and she wants to do more um she wants to launch a debit card this spring um and she also wants to do um smartphone enabled micro loans um and another name that we talk about sometimes here on the pod is Arlen Hamilton um the investor of um investor and partner at Backstage Capital um and uh Sheena raised uh 25,000 um a couple years ago from Arlen and she recently made Inc's uh list of the top 30 entrepreneurs under 30. You go ahead. <laughs> so she's really doing some great work and I will be keeping my eye on her. She's she's actually based in Atlanta now and um I think I told you I'm going to Atlanta to cover entrepreneurship shortly and so I'm going to try to see what I can learn about Sheena while I'm there. And I love this final phrase in the ink article and she said we can be profitable have a social impact and have a great company exactly period I love we it. can do all of it go ahead sheena go ahead my mississippi girl <laughs> that's great um so my next one is it's a black creator but it's something that's coming out on netflix called mama k's team four and i actually picked this because i thought she would be into it it's like an animated african superhero saga huh. with four girl superheroes um, and it's written by a Zambian writer, Malenga Mulandama, and designed by a Cameroon artist, Malcolm Wope. And so it's just exciting to see Netflix continue to not even not just pick up black content, but pick up the diaspora black content mm-hmm. and be able to show our girls. Like I'm very excited nationality aside, I'm very excited for my nieces to see black supergirls because mm-hmm. I don't remember seeing that growing up. Um and so not sure if I watch it. I'm not a superhero person. <laughs> but um Well you know I am so I, I probably know, will. Right. And I just love the idea. It's like about 14 girls who live in this futuristic city of Lusaka, Zambia. So then it also has some Afrofuturism in there. Uh-huh. And I just think it it's it sounds like it can have a lot of of depth Mm -hmm. and then if nothing else can boost representation which we can literally never get enough of yeah um so i'm i was just excited to hear that and that these are the kind of projects being picked up and when is it coming to netflix i think i just asked because i really want to watch it (laughs) yeah no i'm actually not it doesn't say in this article so netflix just ordered it so it might be some time go ahead um but yeah i'll definitely like be keeping an eye on it and we'll let you know so you can nerd out so my next one is uh, a company called Gooder, G-O-O-D-R, um, uh, and the founder is Jasmine Crow. What Gooder does is, uh, so it's a it's a food waste management company, and it, as you know, there's a lot of like uh, like for example, when restaurants close, um, a lot of times there's food they have to throw away, right? And so it's a real time food rescue app that connects businesses with. Um, local charities and they arrange deliveries of leftovers to people in need. That is um, gene it's amazing. Yes. <laughs> um, and it it also uses blockchain technology, um, which keeps like a blockchain is like this 
this ledger that can never be deleted. So it keeps like a data le ledger for clients to check their food waste and, and even know like how and where they're saving money. Um, so it's, it's really cool. I mean, not only is it, it's a smart business, it's also like doing some really good stuff, um, and actually helping people who, um, are going without, um, right now, Gooder is, um, um, delivering meals across Atlanta. And then within the next few months, uh, through, uh, 2019, um, Jasmine plans to expand Gooder to Washington, DC, Chicago, and Raleigh, North Carolina, um, which she has, uh, a lot of experience with because she went to, um, North Carolina Central University, um, in Durham. Um, so I, I imagine she'll be putting her, her knowledge of the area to use. Um, and it's, it's just really cool. She also uses apps like uh, Uber and Grubhub to deliver the food. The food. Oh, cool. So um, some of these businesses can use um, Gooder to get tax benefits too. That's awesome. That's yeah. such a smart idea. It is. So again, similar to what we were saying about Capway, doing well and also making money. Mm -hmm. So go ahead, Jasmine. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, my last one is. A crystal and gemstones company. Say what now? Called Chakra Zulu, okay. which is the <laughs> best name I love. I've like y'all. Black people are a gift. <laughs> Chakra Zulu. I love. It. I want every part of it. Um, and it's funny. The founder. The only thing that I could find of her name is that she calls herself Crystal Bay. On Instagram, <laughs> right? She just whoever she is, she's very. She's oh, genius. so she's like mysterious. Yes, she's very I, genius. I kind of like this story. Um, and in their Instagram, it just said, like she says, owner operated, highly melanated. All right, now chakra. You had to be Zulu. melanated chakra, right? But what I love about this company is that, um, you know, I'm into wellness, and I feel like there's. Oftentimes, I've had to battle between people saying that that is a white person thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I like, I do acupuncture, I'm into like sound baths, I'm into meditation, mm -hmm. and wellness and taking care of ourselves is not a white thing, right. right? And so, I love this idea of healing crystals, whether you believe that they work or not, there is ancient practices around healing crystals, and so why shouldn't we also be in on that? Right. Um, and so, there... The, on her website, the mission says, Here at Chakra Zulu, the mission is to share my love of crystals with the world. We enjoy creating beautiful chakra sets and offering one-of-a-kind crystal specimens like wands, palm stones, and hearts. Crystal healing is and has always been a huge part of my life. So they're located in Florida. They ship worldwide. And I just, I love every push that we make to say, juicing, working out, hiking, camping. Those are yeah. not... Those are all yeah, we need to start internalizing like positive uh, thinking and actions about our bodies and that we yeah. own them mm -hmm. and that we're mm -hmm. we're in no way pretending to be a white person or like tapping into a culture that isn't ours by getting into healing crystals or yoga. Right. Yeah. Right. The mm -hmm. original people on this planet were from Africa. So mm -hmm. anything that exists is ours. Mm. And so I love <laughs> I just lo I love the name. I love the idea. Um, so yeah, I'm just really, I'm just really into us taking possession back, especially with wellness. 
Yeah, and one time I um I think I told you I, I had a therapist who uh was actually the first one to introduce me to mindfulness, but he um did this in part through crystals and he gave me a necklace um that he used um uh, to get me to start doing affirmations and he put crystals on the necklace that represented different things and I didn't believe like touching the crystal would like, you know, heal my headache or whatever mm-hmm. or like suddenly cure my depression um but it definitely got me like remembering oh this crystal represents you know love and 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 you know um i think there was one for the throat you mm-hmm. know um and clarity clarity of voice you know and so it got me to start thinking about my truth and, right you know. and setting intentions which yes. is like what to me what makes wellness work anyway is like mm-hmm. our minds are very powerful things um, so yeah, I'm really excited to just have this black owned, black focused company doing something around wellness. Yeah. So Looks cool. good for you, Crystal Bay. I like her side. I'm going to get some. Yeah. It's really pretty. So my last one, um, is a man named Brandon Anderson. Um, and it's a little, um, the origin of his story is a little, uh sad but what he does with the story is extremely inspiring and powerful so in 2007 brandon um lost the love of his life um a man that he had known since he was in third grade in oklahoma city um to police violence um an officer stopped um this guy uh at a light falsely accused him of stealing a car and then beat him to death Um, And at the time, Anderson was working as an engineer and a data analyst for the Army, um, and he had to keep their relationship a secret. And so when his partner was killed, he disclosed his sexuality, was discharged from the Army, and and basically what happened to his partner um, uh, set him on this path toward using his data analysis skills to um, tackle police brutality. and so after going to Georgetown, uh, Brandon founded uh, a company called Rahim, um, and it's an independent service for reporting police interactions. Um, and apparently, like, only one in every 10 people who experience police violence report it. Um, and, right, because who, who would we report it to? Right, exactly. Um, and so that's what Rahim, um, the app, is um, trying to solve it. it. It allows anyone following interaction with the police to record where it happened, um, include the name of the officer, what transpired, um, how they felt about it. And then um, he uses all this data to build kind of a record of police uh, be- behavior in a community. Um, and this will be for the individual officers and for the local district. That's great. It's awesome. Um and I I was just really inspired by this and and quite moved, frankly. Um, he said the data will help police oversight boards um, do their jobs and will also enable public defenders to challenge the credibility of violent officers in courts. They'll have like one more piece of um, evidence to kind of back them up and um, coming after these bad behaving officers. Um, so, yeah, I. I thought that was amazing. Yeah, that's great. And you know, we love a receipt. So it's time to, like, the evidence needs to be there. So, yeah. Good job. Yeah. And Brandon has some um, really, like, 
nice tech skills under his belt too. I, I read also that he initially launched Raheem as a chatbot and Facebook Messenger, um, but he kind of streamlined it to the app-based model to kind of streamline the um. But he streamlined it to an app-based model to kind of make the reporting process easier. So um, go ahead, Brandon. Yay. All right. Well, that felt good. Yeah. <laughs> it's nice to just like, you know, there's so much going on in the world feels like a dumpster fire. But I feel like it's nice to be reminded that like in the midst of it, not only is a lot of good happening, but we are doing a lot of good for our community. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud of these people that we listed. Yeah. All right. Our first positive pod. Yeah. Yay. All right. We'll be back next week, guys, with a full episode. So love you guys. Love you too. Bye.